It is not the sound of thunder that heralds footsteps, nor the valor of soldiers that bring us rain. The mountains are not cities, the moon is no blade, and though a man is not a force, not earth, sky, sea, nor death, a man is more than blood and breath. Perhaps we are not angels, but they rally to our call, to all the fearful, the harmed, the sullen. Look to your brothers and hear their prayers. Let their courage become your own, and the radiance of their zeal break the shadows, to us and to Avison. Poem penned by St. Traft, written five days before his death. Uh, welcome back to Christina Strahd, Internet. Uh, last time, we had a lot of preparation dealing with fallout and events of the previous night where uh, a siege led by a number of vampires was taking place on the chapel uh, church in... Uh, Shadowgrange. Uh, though they damaged a few of the uh, automaton frames there, they generally escape relatively unharmed, uh, and most of the uh, vampires were slain in the battle. Um, but there were a number of consequences of it. The loss of a loyal companion, and the becoming of a werewolf by uh, their inquisitor. But they... I mean, he, he was already a werewolf. Let's be clear. <laughs> Becoming into the full werewolf state. Um, Shifting into his war form, or Krynos. <laughs> over, uh, yeah, those awkward in-between ones, too. <laughs> over the remaining day, they recouped. They discussed and they set up for the final battle, um, communicating in some correspondence with uh, Grimhild's sister via a uh, wolf companion of hers. As they worked out through the rest of the day, there was some bitter but still bonding moments near the end when they were once again re-met by uh, Yulia, who had tracked them down. And as she had made her reintroduction to the group, they were interrupted by Victor, who told them that it was about time to begin this project they had been working on. All right. Big days here. Days already far gone, I think. But... Suppose we should all be used to the night now. Mm-hmm. So, do we have a plan? Once the spirits are mobile, I won't be able to control them. They'll go where they wish. Mm. Well, that does give us an opportunity for a diversion, should we need one. I, for one, would like to understand what's down in that, uh, the Mad Dog's tomb. I have a few things I have to check topside, but if you need me to go, I can. Mm. There's probably skeletons or some bullshit down there. Skeletons I can deal with. If it's combat rather than stealth, I can go myself. Oh, come on. I see. I'm sure there'll be something of use down there. Or it'll be a lovely trip before the rest of the night. And then we'll move with all haste. And if there's nothing there, or if there's something there, either way, we'll reconvene on the Great Hall. Sounds like a plan. Grove awkwardly raised a finger. Do we have a map? I can show. I can uh, sketch out something rather quickly for you. From the last time I was there. I don't know everything, but I know a few things. Yeah. As long as there's a map, he's fine. Feeling jittery about going to this place without some type of scouting. 
Indeed. So you drop the map, yes? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You can get a well-enough-looking image. But the problem that the rest of you see pretty quickly, while it is relatively well-drawn in a reasonable manner, it is mostly the outside and two entry rooms. We never exactly made it all that far. This is why I wanted to interrogate that bad. Well, while they're working on their project, is there any reason we can't? I don't know of any bats that are from our estate. <laughs> Remember, the one locked up in the basement. He's not a bat. I guess he would help. Yes, that that's a good idea. Wait, do I have to stay here for the lightning storm? Yes. Dang it! I believe it's actually talking to a person and not an animal this time. I can talk to people too. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Strictly speaking, Victor and I can make the preparations until the actual ritual. You're welcome. No, I'm not. I'm necessary. was kind of suggesting the ritual is gonna start, but you know, sure, whatever. We'll put it off. Lose. I can. I can do a lightning storm. It's not a big deal. Yes, probably do the ritual. Yes, do that, and don't worry about it. We'll take care of the dirty work for you. I wanted the dirties. If it's Faustus not, if it's not going well, then you can come in and rescue us. Okay. I will be the hero for Lovely. Have fun storming the castle. We'll all be storming it soon. You more literally than anyone. I'm so proud of you, James. Grim Hilda rolls her eyes. Now then, anyone who wants to join me in an old-fashioned interrogation, come with me. Otherwise, feel free to watch the fireworks. Yulia kind of makes a half-raised hand motion. Uh, what what sort of old-fashioned when you say old-fashioned? Well, I have a way of, uh, I would say a velvet glove over an iron fist, but I think it's the opposite way around for me. Why would you crush a velvet glove? I think in this it's case expensive. it sounds like a velvet fist under an iron glove, he's saying, with it being the reverse around. Which I don't think velvet fists are practical. Velvet's also very, in, in, like, expensive. I moisturize. Are you no. a puppet? <laughs> Well, well, you guys, dude, I'm, I'm just going to go, I don't know, pull his fingernails out or something. That's... I was I was going to suggest I actually might be able to help here. All right. By all means, I'd rather not expend the the magical energy of my usual method. So when you say old-fashioned, you meant a zone of truth. I did. Okay. I was just making sure. It really is the easiest way. I have one that I think might be just as simple. Perhaps easier. All right. Yuli is always full of surprises. I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the map I drew, shove it under one arm. It's easy to stay full of surprises, dear, when you don't share everything. Hey, what? That wasn't meant as a slight. It's more. I like to keep a mystique. You do it very well. Thank you. I think Remhild likes it too. <laughs> she gives a smile that curls her nose slightly, but wrinkles her oh. nose at me. So I will head down to the basement. Yeah, let's resolve, let's resolve that half first. Um, so, you head on down to the basement, um, opening up the lock that you had uh, established in the doorway before. And you find yourself moving down into the old dirt, and you can still see signs of the blood from your previous encounter down here. Oh, this is familiar. It's poorly lit, and when you open it, you can hear a uh, sound from the edge. Uh, outside of the light's reach. Sound for uh, Bono inside the light's reach. 
I'm I'm going to step forward. Is that okay? I see light over in I'm I'm just gonna Yes, yes, you can step forward. Okay. Uh and moving out of the shadows, you can see the frame of the man you tossed down here not too long ago. Looks disheveled, though you're uncertain how much of that was just how he was and how much of that was laying in dirt in the darkness. Reasonable. Right then, you said you had something, Yulia? Oh, yes. Excuse me a moment. She walks up to him in a very casual saunter. And he looks up at her with a uncertain, kind uneasy expression. The edges of his mouth not curled or anything, but open in a as he glaze, gazes sideways at her. She simply walks up to him and taps him on the forehead. There's a small flash of red light seems to pour from her fingertip into the top of his skull. Not a very grand thing, almost like a thread. He blinks twice as it disappears from vision. Um, yes, um, my lady, what, what are you doing here? Oh, good friend. I would like it if you could explain. What are we looking for? Uh, we're, we're looking for a detailed description of the interior, interior of the castle. Defenses. You heard, you heard my friend there, if you wouldn't mind. Unit organization, just what rooms are where. Uh, I, I, can share every, I can share everything I know. That'd be lovely, thank you. Uh, can we get him a piece of paper and a charcoal or something? I will hand him the rest of the vellum. Uh, he will take it and still kind of clumsily blinking. Um, she guides him up the remainder of the stairs and sets him to kneel down against uh, a crate and start sketching on the surface of it. And he goes to it with fervor. He's clumsy, and his drawings are not nearly as intricate as yours. Well, I have to say, that was unsettling. I don't think it's particularly odd compared to many of the other magics out there. Perhaps not, but it's nice to know you can do it. Well, he'll be back to normal before too long. Is that how you charmed Grimhild? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like to think that was the old-fashioned way. Insight! <laughs> I would, I, by the way, I would like to. Uh, I, would, look. I would. I would like to mention that I do not consider this man a friendly creature. Sure. Because he can't be charmed. If he was, he couldn't be charmed within ten feet of me. <laughs> oh, I wasted a fucking net twenty. Damn it! Oh, was a nat twenty. That twenty. I don't she think that's being, how wasting a roll works. She is being completely genuine. She seems. More stoic than she actually gives off. She seems very laid back about the whole situation, but she seems to actually be very aware of the situation and is putting on an affect more than she is this way. But she does. But she definitely seems honest. Like I, her, I, Grimhild, because it sounded like Grimhild was down there with them and then like go back to whatever the hell he was doing. So even with his help, you don't get. A lot, unfortunately. You get considerably more than you would have initially had. Okay. Um, you get the idea that there are various groups that rove about. As he mentioned earlier, he's not some professional. He's mainly a delivery boy. He's barely been inside, so he gives you a few more chambers just past. Uh, most notably past those first two entry that you had been in is the dining hall. Okay. Which is a room that he has been in, though he doesn't describe it to great detail. Um he hammers on a bit about it being very fancy and there being a large thing, like a piano, but bigger in there. What, like a large piano? They have them in churches sometimes. An that would be an organ. That doesn't sound right. Those are the things inside of me. A pipe organ. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, other than that, you get the idea that uh, far at the back over here, if you can see on the map that it, where I'm making rings. Do it one more time. Uh, upper right corner. Oh, that little gray box? Yes. Uh, that is the uh, stables, another shed they have out there. Far okay. at the back is a standalone chapel. Um, controls for the portcullis and the drawbridge are nearby in the side areas. Um, and other than that, guards are not really specifically something he knows. He often sees some vampires moving around, um, neonates for the most part. He doesn't use that word, but he, he mentions the younger ones um, tend to make kind of sweeping groups at times. They're generally pretty lax about the whole thing, though, from his descriptions. They don't generally take a lot seriously. I see. And the, um, do you know where the tombs are? Um, I've never seen any outwards, so I guess Eve down? Don't know. I don't know about basements or anything like that. I know there's some layers beneath. I see. So you never saw I talked any... to one of the guys who stocked the wine sometimes. He went down some steps. I see. Seems like it would be in poor taste to connect the wine cellar to the, uh, to the tombs, but it's not I, an incredibly I, large facility. I don't, I don't know. I've never been in more than that. Very well. And have you seen where any of the, um, have you seen any of the vampires sleep? No, I, I haven't been much in, so. Fair enough. Let's do it like a general ask anyone in the room with me. Can anyone think of anything else we need? No, no, I got the answer I needed out of him earlier. Grizzly. Very menacing. All right, very well. well there, there was a previous interrogate. Never mind. <laughs> so I suppose we'll uh, just put him back in the basement then. Yes, would you mind going back downstairs? Uh, of, of course. Uh, can I have some light this time? Mm. I, I pres- still would down there, no. Oh, yes, all right. right. The one I'm burning the undercroft. I figure that would be an easy, well, not easy way out, but easy way to cause more destruction. He trepidatiously, but after the instruction, just kind of walks back downstairs, gives a glancing look back up before she just kind of shoves the uh, trapdoor back closed again. And now we can forget about him forever. <laughs> then I'll go out and see the ritual. Faustus, where are you? He'll step away somewhere to try to write for a few minutes. And then he'll go out and make final preparations for the ritual. Sure. Um, you easily get enough time to steal away, despite Victor's continued protests. He eventually gives up after about half a minute of pestering, as he knows you'll be along. Um, you find a space, manage to note down whatever thoughts you're looking to have, and then you head outside. The air is not static. There's not necessarily electricity in the air yet. But you can feel uh, the same presence you felt when you passed by the ghostly procession the other couple of times. That sort of tension, that raw energy. And you can see some pale lights starting to well up at the bottoms of gravestones and sites. It looks like they're almost ready. I've already seen one pop up. We should get going sooner than later, unless we want to miss the whole thing. Now, Falsus will cast the... uh two scrolls that he had. Oh, you did that last time. Oh, did I cast the scrolls too? Yep. Okay. The scrolls. Then yeah, he'll uh, look around for Illyria and... She's just sitting on the roof waiting for you. Okay. Watch the ground, Victor. If they start to burst, stay away from them. I'm He's just aiming for the He's bell, great right? at looking at the ground. 
Or no, I'm, ra- I'm, a- I'm aiming for the robots, right? No, you're aiming for the bell. Okay. Motions to the tower, which now probably has several large White. antenna <laughs> wires going from the steeple to the bell. Yeah. Nod. I can do that. Tell All me right. when I need to. He'll uh, he'll move up next to the bell and look down mm. over the graveyard. Will you, you get wind- that close? Not if it works. You wind your way upstairs through the relatively quiet church at this point in time and look over what was a dark night but is now glowing a radiance from the ground as the white and pale lights of the graveyard light up. The clouds busy themselves overhead and the wind is just slightly picking up, pushing leaves and crusts of blood from yesterday across the battlefield. You can see Victor down there doing emergency last preparations, checking on the various automatons, adjusting minor details. At this point, there are probably wires running down to the, the yard, too, to the individual frames. He looks up and gives uh, an affirmative gesture, a nod and a wave, but he still continues busying himself with them. All right. Yeah, they'll look over it, look to Illyria, and... Uh, Motion his arm up in the air to start calling Storm. She'll nod and begin casting. Before anything else, Faustus, make me an Arcana check with advantage. Also, Storm count is at one. <laughs> just, just leave. Great shot. See yourself out. Wouldn't this one be more like Empty the Warrens? Tendrils of agony. <laughs> Y'all, this is rooftop storm. <laughs> Brain freeze? No, it's zombie storm. Not to be confused with Gravestorm. Uh, 23. (laughs) Okay. Illyria. Yes? Roll me the damage on the lightning spell you're using. Okay. Yep, just call that lightning over and over. Just do it once. Kevin, should I... Do you want it cast at third or fourth level? Do you want more damage? Um, probably. Why not? What what could go wrong with more power? (laughs) Sure. We'll cast it at fourth level instead of third, then. And let me see what the... Uh, 3d10. Oh, and the regular storm isn't going on, I assume. Still. That we used when the vampires were hitting. No, no. So I don't... hmm. Well, let me check the specific wording on there. If you are outdoors in stormy conditions when you cast the spell... Uh, It's not storming, but it is stormy. It's a building storm, so I would count it. Okay. Alright. Let me double check one last thing on wording. Make sure I don't get... Any more damage on that? One more document. Higher level. Yeah, an extra 1d10. I don't get any more. So we're going for 5d10 worth of damage. 29. You, uh, Faustus, you look over the last of your preparations. The engravings upon the bell, the intricate setup of wires and symbols and foci. And there isn't any time left. The storm gathers heavy, a sheet of crackling red through the clouds overhead. And as you step back just enough to give it its distance, a thunderous crack falls from above. You hear the sizzling and splintering of some of the wood from where your uh, antennas and rods had been set up up above. But you also see it coursing along and crackling through the wires you had set up and leading to the bell. Though the bell directly connects to everything else, you know there's a single thing left to do as the electricity travels to your automatons. 
you need to ring it. Yeah. As he watches the runes start to glow with power, he'll uh, look out over the graveyard one last time. Lost souls of Stencia, tonight you walk. And he'll grab the uh, rope with both hands and uh, yank down as hard as he can. It is stubborn and heavy and slow. And it takes a moment for it to follow the motion of your hands. But as it comes rolling back with a heavy clong, it repeats it on its own momentum, resonating through the air. For a moment, much of the rain seems to freeze up and almost sizzle in place. It resumes falling moments afterwards as the red lines connecting all the wires travel to the automatons. There's no motion following this. It takes a moment for the rain continues to fall. But as that shade of white, that pale shroud over the graveyard, had slowly begun rising into forms, you hear a rush, like that of wind, a torrent of it, stirring up and launching from the earth upwards. Pillars billowing of spirits flying up from the graves at high velocity, pouring into the air, filling the sky with such light that it seems daytime. It seems brilliant for even here. Things that are very recognizable as humans, ones that seem to show signs of decay. Warriors, knights, villagers, peasants. There are so many. And they roil and mix. And as they swirl in this torrent, they begin colliding back into the ground. And as they shoot down like shrapnel, many of them collide into the wires and the automatons. You hear some snapping and popping and bits of metal creaking. You see Victor, who had jumped back from one of the automatons as the lightning initially hit it, who's been staring at his feet as the spirits poured up around him, quickly dart and start managing something in one of their chests before jumping away from it as there is a further creak and it lumbers a step off of the base. He'll uh, he'll t- let go of the rope for a moment, holding on to the edges of the window and looking out. It's working. They're alive. They live. And then he'll turn around and uh, ring the bell once more. The effect continues, though the torrent never fully sl- uh, stopped. As it slowed, this once again seems to coax them from the earth. And as they collide up and down, more stray souls latch onto the etheric burning of bone dust in the chests. And you see more and more of them begin to stutterly and shakily step off their scaffolds. A small army begins to unfurl. They don't form up, there's no formal formation. But they walk a few paces and then seem to become more comfortable with the idea and move more. For one night, you live again. You can make your will happen in the real world. The waking world. Bring your killers to justice. You see some of them look up to you. Look up the place you are in the tower. The lightning crackling, the torrent of souls. And these things you've given form. And then they look away and start walking towards the road. But this is not the same as the forlorn march you had seen the other nights. This is not uh, without purpose. The other ones seem bedraggled, melancholy, and infinite. This is with purpose, with menace. What is everyone else doing? Getting ready to march uh, on Mars State. (laughs) Having white glowing eyes with hair all staticky. Just I imagine like worrying. all the speeches. 
going and all the ghost sounds are happening, we all have like a little brief. There's a montage of. Yeah, I just would like to see the visual. Just explain to me what each of you are doing as your final act of preparation. Uh, so probably just like tightening armor, making sure weapons are properly stowed and things like that. Just basically what looks shorthand for an equipment check. Uh, for Grim Sure. Um, Conrad is just sort of at the base of the church, looking on, frowning as he glances up and glances down at the map and then back up at what's happening. Uh, Nick is, uh, just kind of not shadow boxing cause it's not boxing, but he's just like messing around with the, uh, moonlight sword and making sure that, uh, he can extend it at will. Uh, Grove probably had all the stuff prepped since he travels pretty light and is just kind of sitting there watching this with like reserved hidden childlike glee. Cause holy shit, this is awesome. Um, and then face palming whenever he hears, uh, the speeching from Faustus, because oh my god, come on! But what actually, you're saying is Grove is having secondhand embarrassment because of Faustus. Grove has secondhand embarrassment at any type of speeching or talking. You're welcome. Yeah, no, he hated your little youth minister thing, but he wasn't going to say anything. Pull up a chair, bud. <laughs> Take a knee. And as things begin winding with down, you. what about you, Illyria? What do you do? As you don't need the spell anymore. She doesn't need the spell anymore. She'll probably slowly crawl down off the roof, trying to get the last fizzles of electricity off of her so she doesn't accidentally shake someone's hand and see their bones. And she'll probably go down near Grove. Surprised it's working, but happy it is. Victor continues overseeing every single frame as it comes off of its scaffolding, making sure each levels are seeming to be functional and stepping back when they disregard his presence. But he is committed to what he's doing. And Yulia sits back against one of the pews, dressed in her light travel gear. He's kind of watching the rest of you. Uh, probably when uh, Static Electricity Girl walks near Grove, he'll probably just put a, like, a good job hand on her shoulder but not say anything. And Faustus, as, they, as the last of them steps off its pedestal, Away from all your work, all of it complete for now. What do you do? He'll uh, walk down the stairs, watching them, back down to the uh, front of the church, and probably start walking along with them. Okay, so you all gather up back at the base level of the church, and you can see and hear the heavy footsteps of these metal figures beginning their way down the road. They're big, they're heavy, and they're armed. But they're also not particularly quick. <laughs> you can hear the series of stomps and dirt shaking and moving as they leave. Look at watch. Gauge the march time. This How long? Have a, <laughs> you don't have a watch. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like gauge the gauge the march time to how long it takes to get them hours. Like how long is this going to take for them to get there? Not a terrible amount. They're moving at like slightly faster than human walk speed, not run speed. It won't be, like, super quick, but it gives you enough time to do any, like, final affairs or get there ahead of time or get there afterwards. Let's see you've all reconvened. Let's, let's just ride out set things in motion. Uh, Faustus will look for Victor. The doll or the boy? The boy. He is standing at the doorway of the church, looking out with uh, approval over the walking away automatons. You did a good job, Victor. <laughs> Took some work, some thinking. Things need to be maintained, though. 
don't think I could have gotten as many if working alone. It's good. I haven't worked much collaborative projects in the past, but it's good. You have a lot of potential, especially for your age. I know that. That's something I have picked up on. And <laughs> now Isaac's dead, so he's not going to be bothering me ever. So I can leave whenever I need to. Gives us enough time to wrap this up. Oh, I don't think you're going to like what I have to say then. What, is there some catastrophic problem with what we just did? No. But he he takes a letter with a key inside it out of his uh, coat and hands it to Victor. What's this? I want you to go. Go to I, Nefalia. I, I will. Once we kill the vampire. Wasn't that the entire point of this? You've already contributed greatly. You're too young to go into war like this. <laughs> Take that letter. It should get you in the door at the university. It's a letter of recommendation. I graduated near the top of my class. They'll at least give you a chance. Although you would do well to never mention your projects. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm confused. The whole reason you came to me was to help kill a vampire. Apparently some prophecy said I was supposed to. And, you know, I will admit the whole Inquisitor thing was a bit confusing and bothersome. But I... I've proven myself to do work. Yes, you've contributed greatly. And that's why I'd like to see you leave now. I, he just looks dumbstruck. He's got his mouth open, but is trying to search for words to say. The first time he has been at a lack of words that he wished to express. The rest of the time, either sullen silence or biting sarcasm. I think, I think what he should say is, fuck you, dad. <laughs> Well, Conrad was at the base of the church, so he'll walk up. Look, the key is to my shop. Machina Fantastica. I'm certain to be dusty. It's been almost a year, but I have a few rooms in the back. You're welcome to live there. And if I don't return, you can have the whole shop. Impressive ritual out there. That's that's what I thought also. He Maybe says without taking his eyes off of uh, Fastus. I couldn't help it over here. You're giving him keys to your shop? I want him to go to Nefalia this minute. Attend university. Right now? Yes. He's too young for this. How old are you, Victor? Fifteen. Mm. Honestly, there are a number of people who join the, uh, join the paladins younger than that. Well, that's their prerogative, but I imagine their first taste of combat wasn't marching on a vampire's estate. Well, you said it's their prerogative. Is that is this not his? Also, I'd point out that he was just in the combat that we had just now. And <sighs> yes, and he could have died. Yes, that's I, why they call I it combat. Know. Yes, we play the odds every time that we engage in a fight. If he didn't know what he was getting into, if he knew less than we did, then I'd agree with him. You're saying that this boy has the experience and the knowledge that we do? He's a talented wizard. But he is still young. I'm saying this young man wants to help improve this world he lives in, and that should be commended and encouraged. Not like this. Then how? He could do amazing things in Nefalia. That's where he should have been born. Oh, come off it. He, whether he goes to Nefalia or not, he's a stentian. This place is in his blood. If he wants to do something good for it before he leaves, that's fine. It's not your place to make that call. He's an adult. Young, sure. But he's an adult. If you can convince him to to 
leave without helping us any further. Then that's his prerogative, but I'm, I'd be quite happy to have him assisting us. Yes, well, of course, I wasn't going to throw him in a box and send him special delivery. I can't make him go. I just plus truly, truly hope you will allow him to see the fruits of his labor. He can also help if we don't make it back. But we also may not make it back without his help. He looks down at the letter in his hand and the key. He looks back up to you, Bastus. Bastus, will you make me a persuasion check? Can I... Can, <laughs> can we try to give that disadvantage? No, I've already factored it all together. God damn it. I was going to point out that he could set up one of his weird domes, and then Victor can just cast invisibility and leave anytime he needs to. Go in the dome, cast invisibility, walk out. Dang it. I've rolled an 18 plus 2. 20 total. Not natural. Fine. Fine. Have fun. Put an end to this monster. He's not your father, Victor. You owe him nothing. And I fear that um, our efforts with this prophecy might fall apart if he leaves. As an Inquisitor, are you ordering me to stay? Faustus eyes, Conrad. What do you want, Victor? Not who do you want to impress, who do you want to make happy? What do you want to do? I don't know. There's a lot of things happening and a lot of agendas taking place right now. I hadn't really thought of a possibility other than being part of this up until now, and it's a lot of really confusing things happening. I don't know. I don't know how much I need revenge, but if I stay, that's the only thing I'm fighting for, so... Really? Is it? You've seen what... You've seen what more has done to your people. Don't moralize the argument. You were asking what I wanted, and I'm explaining to you. I don't care. I'm afraid moralizing is sort of my job. You know what? Fair, and that's understandable. But you asked my opinion without the weight of others. That's what I'm thinking. And you don't know? No, because I hadn't thought about something like this before, and it's a lot to take in right now. If he doesn't care for the people of Stensia, then the folly deserves him. And Grimhild walks away. Because fuck this brat. Don't worry, if you wanted Grimhild's approval, you were unlikely to get it. I don't need anyone's approval, to be honest. I appreciate any who seem to have found that in me, but... It would give you the chance to test your skills one more time before the regimented view of the universities. You obviously did not attend university. Seminary is significantly more strict than an institute of higher learning. There are people there much more intelligent than me, working on much more ambitious projects. And if you go there, you could learn from them, and eventually be them. But if you die here in Stensia, he shrugs, I was wrong to ask you to help me at all. And I'm sorry I dragged you into this. Your help, while valuable, should never have been asked. I agree with that, actually. He's a powerful ally. Don't infantilize him, Faustus. He is a young man, and he's striking out on his own one way or another. Like I said, I, I'm not going to bind him and mail him. I just hope you agree. And I'm not going to, const- to conscript you. I'm not going to force you, but I would greatly appreciate having your help out there. Magic may be one of our last defenses against the, the vampires. Here, I have stuff on me. Plenty of things that I was saving for rainy days. Or... And- Particular this day. And take it with you. Make better use of it. At least that's part of what I was going to do anyway. Plus, there's enough bullshit I used today anyway setting this up. His spouse is to hold his hand out. Is he... He's got about physical items? 
Uh, he reaches through his bag and uh, sifts out a number of scroll cases, a few potions, uh, and a cloak that uh, he kind of just put, puts in a pile and just kind of sets it into your arms. He bounces Cox's head slightly. Have you made a decision? You seem emphatic. And to be honest, I don't know how much I do. I've generally found I do better work when I'm not angry. I'm gonna go. Not here. I'm gonna take your offer. God, no. I don't have anything else to say about it. Thank you. You can do much in this world. Kind of just stares off the corner, specifically trying not to look you in the eye. Either of you. And then just walks out the door. Faustus. Yes. Would you have had that whole conversation without any of us? Yes. Can you realize how galling that is, right? If it made it more likely that he would go, I don't care how much you or anyone else hates me. This isn't about hating you. Maybe I'm just trying to save what's left of our souls. Or at least what's left of mine. This isn't about our souls either. Then what? Listen, how would you feel if you'd set up that ritual? All of it. And then you came inside and I said, oh, I sent Illyria away. She won't be coming back. I just thought it was the right thing to do. Maybe you should have. Remember that whole bit about standing together for one day? I remember. You just don't care. No, not on this one. Is there anything else? Anything else you're planning on doing to change our tactical situation without telling anybody? No. Lovely. Tend to your constructs, Faustus. I will. And he heads out to uh, march along with them and keep an eye out for anything that's not working right. Conrad's just going to sort of sit against the the church wall. So, 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 Graham Hill, did you actually mean? Were you trying to just take him, get him to stay, or is that stuff about Nefali at the end there? Don't really appreciate it. She just fucking stares at you. Just because you're from here doesn't give you some. Special... Every moment of this trip, you have been disparaging my home. I will not take this from you. I've. I've remarked on differences in custom. I've never... You've... <laughs> she just walks away. She's... Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure he's literally called it a shithole before. I miss Keswick, but it's no better than anywhere else I've ever been. <laughs> Girl probably is able to hear these conversations. He's just like, ooh boy. <laughs> so there's a distinctly less consistent mass of giant spiders, which is both a good and a bad thing. There's def- definitely some different fauna here, and the weather seems to make people temperamental. Really? I hadn't noticed. Mm, maybe it's the food. Or the company. Maybe it's all the goddamn vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose now is as good a time as any for us to head out. Yes. Let's go. Okay. You pack up any things that you have left, and you have enough time to check over your equipment. Um, let me copy those scrolls and the cloak into here. Um, in the meantime, also, though, um, who's taking that there dagger? Apparently no one wants to give it to me, even though I'm all about it. So Girl can cut herself as much as she wants. It's how she expresses her pain at you guys all being assholes and idiots. Won't lie, it sounded like you said Grove can stab herself enough as much as she wants, and I was like, "Hey, now." <laughs> nah, Grove Grove would consider it. And then, like the self the the self harm bit of it is 
uh, a little harder for him to justify, especially since his job is to track and not be seen. So, like, that's a big cost to him. So, I'm up. He, he's up with giving it to whoever wants it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind if she has it. It's fine. Yeah. Time for a stab step. <laughs> stab step, fuck's sake. Yeah, if Illyria had more HP, I'd love it, but I guess it goes to Grimhild. I mean, <laughs> I, I am actively saying anyone else can have it. Like, I'm not that worried about it. I probably won't use it that often. Like, but if ever, if no one else wants it, I don't see the problem. Give it to you your know, girlfriend. Another tactical option. It's fun. Ooh, what is the attack Yulia. role for the uh, teleporting part? It's the same as the standard attack profile for it. Okay. Dexterity. Well, you can use dex or strength. Yep, with daggers. Oh, you can? Okay. Yeah, yeah finesse weapons, unless it, like there's a special rule for it, you can also use with strength. Well, let me write down this new weapon I have. <laughs> Contra <laughs> elemental would be really useful for Illyria or me. Or Grove, excuse me. Yeah, especially that's a big step up for me. Because at my current levels, I can do minor elemental. I can't do a full elemental. So how much is everyone sulking on the walk, by the way? Illyria is surprisingly okay for having had a really bad emotional trauma last session. Eh, he's not worried about you. There was enough yelling that he knows that something's gone on. He's going to look around and get, like, just a bare reading of everybody. Grimhild's not sulking. She's just kind of mad that... Grimhild's middle name is Sulking. Considering, no. Considering Conrad and Sulking is, are two different things. Considering Conrad has a horse, he probably doesn't even come along on the first part of the walk. That's fair. Intriguing. Advantage if not on stone. No, is not just, moving. Uh, okay, I read that as not moving on stone. Here, let me, let me except for moving on anything on else. There we go. Okay. That makes oh, way it's the Tanuki suit. Oh, god damn it. It does not make you invincible. It does not turn you into a statue. But it makes you give advantage on stealth. Who wants the Tanuki suit? I kind of want it for the plus one AC. Make me that touch more durable. You can only have how many weapons attuned at a time? You can only have three items attuned at a time. Okay, so so far the only thing I have that requires attunement is a Silver Dawn, I think. So. And, and the Ruby dagger. Blood, which I haven't. Uh, let's see, Silver Dawn. Did Arcelia's... Did Arcelius cross require attainment? No. Okay. Uh, Because you didn't tell me. So. Oh, yeah, that's just, yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, I went ahead and took Conjure Elemental. The other two are up for grabs unless someone wants to give me them. What does Bestow Curse do? Oops. That's not what to do. Sorry, Internet. We just suddenly got some loot that we weren't expecting to get. (laughs) Uh, Faustus seems fine passing them away. He doesn't seem. Very interested in them. Unless it's something that no one else can use. Who needs a healing potion? Nick, get a healing potion. Inspect this very carefully, yeah. (laughs) I think I have one still floating about, so I'm good. I don't have one, but I think Grimhild used hers, so she should probably get this one, the last one. Um Oh yeah, we had a let's sleep or no. Uh you have had anyone who's cast spells during this last day haven't gotten those back. Yeah. But like you haven't done anything that would exert you since the last full night's sleep. Okay, for those that want to know about bestow curse, touch something, wisdom saving throw, or they become cursed. It can have lots of different types of curses of the of the uh current types. You can screw one of their ability scores 
and they have a disadvantage on checks or saving throws with that score. Target has disadvantage on attack rolls against you, while target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each turn. If it fails, it wastes its actions and does nothing. I want Nick to have that just to give him the just to, so he can weaponize the. I, I can't cast spells. Oh, you, you can't. Can cast, you can't. You can use scrolls though, can't you? Don't they? No. <laughs> no, rogues don't have UMD anymore. Oh, okay. Oh. And when the target is cursed, your attacks yeah. and spells deal an extra 1d8 necrotic damage. They can't just fake it until you make it like Rogue's good in older editions. Damn it! I wanted I wanted you to be able to weaponize your uh, the Stanzione. <laughs> just pass it to enemies you touch. So, yeah. It's a screw one ability score. They can't attack you very well, and they have to do a wisdom saving throw each turn until it goes away. From a strictly to see if they have actions. We should open up like the uh, if we fight more, just <laughs> debuff him. But uh... yeah, debuffs and when you attack them, you get one d eight extra damage. And I don't a... know how to end it other than a remove curse spell. And what's a uh, push to speed? Is that a haste potion? Yeah, it just gives haste for a minute. Uh, yeah, you have that. I don't. Haste isn't as good for me as it is for you. Okay, so bestow curse is pretty cool. What's the range? Is touch though, so you have to be like right up on it. You can't toss it at them. And fire shield. Let me I get no down to that. Have a potion of healing. It wasn't the potion of healing. Uh, Nick, do you want the stealth cape? I know you're not that type of rogue, but. <laughs> <laughs> Illyria kind of wants it for the plus one AC, being that touch more durable. How much you be in melee though? But um, no, it's Conrad probably. Yeah, I don't know. His AC is pretty amazing. How do you delete an item from your equipment? Um, oh, do you put an X and uh, yeah, Conrad, you're fucking loud enough. Yeah, give it to him. It's a good idea. Um, I'll take the so curse. Uh, Grove has enough like melee capabilities to run yeah, in, and then can be actually there. I don't think bestow curse is on the ranger spell list. Fuck! Right? Just have a really small spell list. Look it up, take, dude. Take everything, Illyria. Just, just. I don't know if I can even do got, bestow you, curse. You got a wizard scroll. <laughs> Let me see. Can I even do bestow curse? Yeah, it'd be great if we had a wizard who could uh, use all these scrolls. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can use conjure elemental. Faustus can use bestow curse. I know that's what I'm saying here. Like, yeah, I can't even use bestow curse. All right, well, fucking (laughs) Grove will grab these and hand it to the mopey wizard in a minute. There was a scene he was going to do anyways. I don't even think I can use fire shield. Oh my god, can we just divvy this stuff up and go? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's 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 go. I'll give all the scrolls to fucking the mopey wizard, and Conrad can get his. Uh, <laughs> roofing tiled uh, cloak. Yeah, con- uh, yeah. Um, Alsus has to have the other two scrolls. All right, we're decided. I get one of the healing potions. Grimbild gets the other one, and then Grimbild gets potion of speed. I may not need the healing potion. I have like second wind and stuff. Okay, I got a blanket. I've, I've got a healing potion on me anyway. The like the expensive. I'll oh, take the healing potion. Maybe though. I should have the healing potion. If I'm hasted, it'll be easier for me to get to someone and pour it down their throat. Okay, then, True. then, you then, you, then, Illyria, take the one I was going to take because I already, I already have the. Illyria can heal. Illyria can heal for one d four. That's enough to get someone to stand up. True enough. <laughs> yeah, Nick, take it. You're 
I'm good at staying away, usually. usually. Mm. <laughs> I'm better than I was. Okay, yes. <laughs> All right. Let's march, motherfuckers. Okay. Okay. And you move. The roiling cloud of ghosts that was hovering over the cemetery has since settled. And the ones that haven't collided and latched onto these bodies have begun walking in their usual procession. But at the pace they go, you can still see up the road the uh, metallic figures now moving instead. It's easy enough to catch up, even on foot. Just walking at a quicker-than-usual pace, you can arrive up with them. Um, of course, I figure Ruprecht is being taken here, yes? Yeah. If nothing else, to just catch up after I sat for a while. Faustus, are you taking your uh, wagon at all? Uh, he hasn't had the the wagon for a while. The party had right. Yes, but did, uh, they brought that with them, I believe, correct? I don't know. Did they? Uh, yeah, because I think they didn't transport that coffin on it that I got. Um, yeah, and we had to bury the bodies. I think a cart is probably slower than... Uh, on foot, which is slower than these things, so it's probably not That's particularly fair. useful. Okay. I mean, they, 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 they could take one of the horses, or were they like draft oxen or something on it? They were donkeys. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't take you long for you all to line up relatively, going alongside your new procession of metal warriors. As you pass up the road and move by once again, the gallows, broken and hanging still in the darkness... You move through more of the forest, move over the grand bridges, and move your way to more estate. I need just a moment here to crack my books. I'll open the correct spots now. Nice Faustus never agreed to be a team player. Conrad just projected that on everybody else. <laughs> oh, you were away for that. Great, yeah, I, I think during the march, Grove will come up upon uh, Grimhill and like hand him the two scrolls back and go, enough of moping. I've got work to do. <laughs> It's mixed up names again. Fuck! Whatever. You know what I'm saying, internet. My brain's dumb. I don't know if they do, because you said you walked up to Grimhild. I'm confused. I walk up to Faustus. <laughs> oh, Faustus okay. is the only one that can use Bestow, Curse, and uh, Fire Shield. Yeah, he, he walks can... up and hands it to you as, like, everybody is looking, like, mopey. He, I'm going to assume Grove overheard everything, or at least I've heard the grumbles by now. And just be like, quit moping. We need you. I got my way. Do I seem mopey? You gave the boy options. You took away from what is happening here. I think you caused enough moping that I can say you're moping. Right, fair enough. Grimhild's gonna kill me one of these days. Grimhild's gonna kill us all one of these days. Or at least that's the assumption you should make. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you do one thing in a nunnery and you always talk to the rest of <laughs> Idea that like somehow Grimhild has become a psycho pump, but a very proactive one. <laughs> so, yeah, I like to think we you zoom out and Nick is walking behind like six feet, and then zoom out again, and Grimhild's walking six feet in front of them. <laughs> and you you call some people hillbillies like two or three times, and all of a sudden, it's completely equivalent to disparaging the honor of their entire nation. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, don't worry about that. Worry about her trying to kill you after we're done. Okay. You 
continue walking up the road. And as you near the estate, you're a good about a half mile off at this point. You see ahead of you a black carriage. Two horses currently strapped to it. The same one you've seen many a time. But it is not moving. And in fact, even in the light beginning drizzle, the door is open. The automatons pay it no mind, honestly. And walk past it, you see a few of them already pushing aside. One of them bumping into one of the horses that moves back with a snort and an aggressive motion. Uh, is anything visible from the inside? Or like, or is anything visible inside, I suppose? I uh, inside is a very finely done velvet interior with excessive inlays and general uh, impeccable make. Okay, let's just keep, walking. keep on walking. Well, there's the invitation. Does anybody want to take it with me? We're not taking that. That's ridiculous. Why not? Who knows what... what... We've already gone off script. We're, We're not, not taking it because that's, that's what they want from us. The only thing can, it can do is hurt our position. Unless, yeah, we already snuck in once, so we know there's not like some kind of elaborate glamour that only his thing can get through. You are correct. GM, is there a reason you really want us to take this? <laughs> we approach this in a certain way. No, it's, it's a thing that would happen. It's not a thing you have to do, I would tell you. Which way is it facing? Like it was going towards us? Is like pulled off to the side of the road? or It's, it's facing in the direction of the estate. Okay. But it is pulled off the side of the road. See, Grove doesn't want to be rude, but he does agree with Conrad. There are horses? I d- <laughs> uh, Con- Conrad's going to light a torch real quick. Sure. It takes you a few strikes in the rainy weather, but it comes to sparking pretty quick. Going to hawk it into the carriage. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, how, are you standing like? Are you standing particularly far back? You're just kind of walking up and tossing it half, like just kind of softly inside. Uh, probably underhand it from about ten feet away. Sure. Uh, you get up close enough, and you give it a light huck, and the torch goes and clatters inside. It uh, sparks a bit as it first lands in some of the wood bits. Um, but though none of the wood seems to catch immediately, the not a particularly appealing scent of burning velvet starts to emerge from the inside as it smolders. <laughs> it catches on fire and grows shrugs. Now he has an excuse that the ride was uh, inconvenienced on his way to dinner. <laughs> yes. Is Grove a fairy? <laughs> he <laughs> he can't deny fa- he can't um, deny questions from a lord. <laughs> he's got he, he, he's got a little bit of like respect some stuff. I can't think anymore tonight. I swear, if more had come out of that carriage, Conrad would have shouted at him. <laughs> <laughs> the carriage doesn't burn at a particularly notable rate. It's burning, but you know. Whatever. <laughs> Not faster or slower than normal. I follow the robots. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Grove will smack the horses to make them go, so maybe they won't catch on fire by the time they get back. They do not move. In fact, when you move up to them and touch them, their heads turn towards you and exhale heavily. Exhale? Hello, Grove. Like, you, 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 I'm sure you have seen the image of, like, steamy horse breath. Just Yeah, that's sort of like... <laughs> yeah. The, sorry, I looked aside for a minute. I thought you were talking about the robots. <laughs> <laughs> no, the horses. 
I'm a horse. <laughs> the robot looks over. <laughs> well, he sees that and he just kind of shrug, keeps walking. <laughs> they know what to do. <laughs> or they Bro, won't will die. Won't you be my friend, Gro? So, you keep going. <laughs> and soon you find your way back to the section after the winding forest and craggy mountain peaks and the turn to the east. And you move towards more estate. It's immense turrets of stone and the signs of exposure it's taken. And as you approach, the more and more signs of gathering storm. The drawbridge is still lowered, still shored up and a bit beat up. Um, but you can see across the way through into the past the walls, past the portcullis, towards the door of the estate, which is also open with a very warm light pouring from within outlining a number of figures standing in the courtyard. Let's see, I need to roll one thing, though. Not Olivia. Not Olivia. As the automatons start moving up the drawbridge, most of them lumber their way through up to the portcullis. However, one of them kind of steps to an inopportune place on the drawbridge, and you hear a creaking snap. And the wood give out from underneath it, not completely destroying the bridge, but instead tilting it off to the side. As it catches and stumbles, it hurtles off down into the crevasse. It's a while before you hear any impact. The rest of them, though, seem to make it pretty cleanly across. And it seems the time's at hand. I avoid that spot. (laughs) Easy enough done. I am, of course, checking for traps. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Go ahead and make me that check. Oh, no. Uh, what is trapped sense? Also, I suppose... Hey, good, none of the rest of you have <laughs> boards that give out from under you. If they gave out from underneath me and not from under... like, And I was following a path of one of the automatons, I'd be very upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh, they have an anti-Grimhild trap there. I yeah, mean, if they were smart, they you. would. <laughs> That's just a Thieves' Guild... Or Thieves' uh, Tools check, right? Uh, no, it's, uh... Are there... Usual checks are for disarming them. It's perception, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Or actually investigation, if you're examining closely like this, so... Not that kind of broke. (laughs) I mean, far as you can tell, it's not trapped. We're all trapped in our hearts. Wait, what's this roll? Sorry, I was spacing out for a second. An investigation check for traps roll. I don't know if I have trap sense or whatever the fuck it is to do it anyways. No, you just awesome. you just make a roll. <laughs> you just say you're looking for traps and make an investigation. Yeah, lend a hand. One second. Okay, well if you're lending a hand, then just neck roll again. Yeah. Did Faustus find any traps? Yeah, I figure normally he wouldn't. Faustus oh. is a trap. Fucking. Ten for me. Say being a mechanist, he's probably going to have some idea on traps, so he keeps an eye out, too. Super robot-y. Um, yeah, as you look over and scan at least this entryway, you don't see much of anything other than... The two things of note is, one, the bridge is not in the best of condition, but it seems you've all gotten across well enough. The portcullis is functional, and there is still the matter of that green slime that fell down that one point earlier. <laughs> Ah, it has no one cleaned that up. Moved. It's not on the ground. Oh. Oh, by the way, there's a, there's some sort of caustic blob. It lives up there. <laughs> you can still see where it is kind of set amongst the masonry. Um, uh, is the is the path wide enough that we can just walk to one side of it? 
Uh, basically, you can find areas where it's less likely to come down, and it doesn't seem to be bothering anything moving inside. Just string a tarp between four of these robots. Okay, let's go ahead and probably actually been a little prepped better than I am, but oh well, we'll make it work. Um, so, you step up further to the entrance, and you can see a number of figures there. Not, not as many as you might expect. Not as many as the last time you were here, Conrad. Well, not the last time, but the first time. There's about ten humanoid shapes you can see lit up by the light of the estate. Uh, one in particular stands more front and center than any of the others. A dark-skinned man with uh, elegantly pulled back hair, wearing dark furs, and has a uh, cutlass at his side. You, in fact, have seen him before, accompanying more on another one of his excursions to interact with you. How far away is he? Uh, he is currently about, one sec, 90 feet away. Okay, I take out the arbalist and start loading it and ask uh, Yulia if she can channel mana into this thing, because apparently it's built for that. I could attempt. Just just put it in there. Also, anyone have any reason I shouldn't just kill this guy from very far away? Nah, fuck him. Uh, Not today. Excellent. Does he have any reason? Does he start like running towards us or hiding or anything? Like, or does he not exactly get what I'm give, doing? Give me one. Give me one second here. Okay. I'm putting things onto a map. <laughs> so this does this does um, bring up a, a question strategy. Are we going to attempt to draw them out here, or are we going to head into the court? We're going to clear this area. Then we're going to go to the crypts, I believe. Right, but I'm saying, do we move past the entrance to make our stand, or we do it here? Well, I suppose we'll find out. Do I not? Have I not uploaded the picture of him? Dang it. Okay, well, I wanted to grab that. Uh, either way, uh, you hear a call out from this frontmost man. You, whatever you call yourselves. I have not heard really an official name, or if there's any terminology you go by. If I take a turn to aim, do I have advantage? Sure. Okay. I'm taking a turn to aim. You may feel free to start your fight here. Which, if that is what you wish, then... The manor will be happy to oblige. However, I was instructed to allow you entering inside, and whatever you do here, and whatever these things do here, will be their own battle. It's up to you. I'm returning inside either way. Oh, please shoot him in the back. Uh, hmm. So here's the thing. This place... See, here's the thing. We're going to have to fight everyone no matter what. Like, okay, no, we have to fight less minions if we kill Mauer first. But, like... It might be tactically advantageous to start further in, as galling as it is. That's coming from the, the, the guy who, just, who, who burned our entry carriage. I'd, we could have come in either way. Him some sort of advantage. I think the advantage is now we're not attacking us until we go to the crypt and see the thing. If he's interested, let him just give him more. Let him give us more rope. Yes, him giving us rope is exactly what I'm concerned about here. We do eventually get in there. Yes, but right now they are in one direction. They are in front of us. Well, to be fair, in this courtyard, they could come from any direction. Aren't we? We're at the entrance, though, aren't we? That's out of character. Like I'm trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm setting up the map still. No worries. Still surprised I hadn't uploaded his picture earlier. How well? Not gonna do this by myself. So I suppose if it's the folly of each of you to do it. I'll be there, but... So, real quick, out of character, I really, really want to shoot this guy, but I also don't want to upset anyone. <laughs> I mean, we could do both. We could shoot him and then walk in. 
Well, no. <laughs> I could shoot him, and I could not be upset. Yeah, no, I I want want him dead. But and like we have this army of robots that are there to tie up their bullshit forces anyway. Exactly, it's true. So like we don't gain a huge advantage from going in hot, except that there might be some scenes that we don't get to see where we're talking to people. Fuck it, kill him. And well, yeah, no, exactly. Like that's not what Grimhild's about. Yeah, I have no preference. I, I'm just playing it out. Get him, get him. Then, yeah, I mean, I gesture to Yulia to fucking supercharge this nonsense. Whoop, 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 whoop. So just for a note, no matter how this goes out, we're somewhat abstracting this combat because I'm not doing this shit. No, roll for the robot four. Did he crit? <laughs> Damn, he didn't. He missed. Okay, car one goes around the lap. Like a piloting check. There, I made 20 rolls for robots. <laughs> Oh, cool. Now I need to just check everything's damage and health pools. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of reasons I'm not does, doing this. Does 5th edition not have a, the minion system? No, not exactly. And I'd just really rather not have to deal with any of this, to be honest. I've, I'm happy enough to just talk around it for the most part. It'll be fun. It's not like your plans expected you to go all the way through with robots anyway. <laughs> um, Excuse you, we did. Oh, and I need to go grab all of your guys' pogs from another map. Um, that was another map you were all on at the same time. The church? Yeah. I won't, why is it giving me such guff? A fucking thing, just select all of y'all. There we go. Um, that is everyone sans Ruprecht. But by, by the way, are, I'm just going to go through this without a, like, how do you replace the wolf for the hunter class? Uh, if you, uh, if you specifically wanted to, yeah, it's not the worst. You can just do it. Uh, we came up with a different thing. Don't worry about that. Ooh, why are y'all so big? Oh god, big? we're so big! Oh no. This is not the intent. <laughs> Become oh, large! Ah. <laughs> I don't know why you're... Please. Whatever. I'll, I'll explain no. it to you in the session acts in case. We got something we else. We got a lot of souls in that last battle. Uh... I'll, I'll explain at the end of the session what was going to happen, Axe. Uh, last two sessions that never fired off. So I'm basically doing something that I'll be at like half character for a little bit, maybe longer, till it kicks in on purpose. Let's see. And then. What's different about this dude over here? That's the dude that can talking, talking to us. Well, yeah. I get that, but compared to these little ones. He's he's a dude. He he's the dude that's that talking to you. <laughs> he's, he's the butler. He's like the okay. dude. Oh man, should Grove be like? Actually, before all this kicks off, I'd like to talk to Maurer about his offer to me. <laughs> or is that just instantly getting shot with the crossbow? I just turned the crossbow the slightly. <laughs> On a scale from one to twenty, how skilled does he appear? <laughs> Grove accidentally, or maybe not so accidentally, gets a crossbow pointed at his dick. Ruprecht, no! <laughs> You're nestled underneath Ruprecht. <laughs> I really wish the layering put me above Ruprecht. Oh, Fair. Hey. I'm able to change that. I mean, yes, I did. <laughs> I did not know that you could change that. Um, and, oh, right, 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 right. Where is she? Oh, and these are five-foot squares? Yes. Okay. There she is. All right. So, having made his statement um, and waited a moment for an answer... Man taps his foot a couple of times and gives a very he he theatrical. Starts to walk away. I was gives a very theatrical shrug and turns around to walk away. Oh, okay. Then yes, I want to shoot him once. I guess some mana and some juice 
Yulia presses her hands to the fancy engraved bolt that you have, eyeing it slightly oddly, but not more inquisitively than anything else. She places a hand to it, and there is a glow of this pale red, kind of rosy, somewhere between rose pink and rose red, that pours from her fingertip and encircles the bolt. It doesn't crackle, but it glows kind of from within. Not quite a flame, but similar to almost uh, being heated in a forge. I shoot him in the back like a coward. Okay. Okay, let me roll the hit real quick. Uh, I have advantage, so is that. Ooh, that might be... That's a roll of a 19, which means it's a crit against vampires. Nice. So, that means all of my damage dice are doubled. So what is the bonus for it being full of mana? Oh, that is another d10 of piercing. Okay. Plus another two. But the two doesn't get doubled, so. Yeah. So it's going to be plus seven. Okay. So it's going to be 40, 10, plus seven. Uh, question. Is he close enough to the wall where if I used a pushing attack, I could, like, kind of... No, 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 no. This this is not a wall. If you Do you see this line here? Yes. That's the line, like, this dotted line. That is the area that is a balcony. And... The doorway is right here. I see. What's it? Does he have a weapon? Uh, he has a cutlass at his side, but none pulled. So again, this dotted line we're seeing is the uh, upper level of the castle or the lower level? Everything where that dotted line is, is a, an overhang, basically. The stuff on okay. top that we're seeing is overhanging this space down below that is denoted oh, with this dotted so line. Oh, the footprint of the first floor. I got you. I'm going to yeah, make it. We're, we're seeing from completely overhead, whereas like there's roofs and shit in the way, right? Unfortunately, no, there's not I get a map that. that's better for that. It's cool. It's fine. I get it now. I need a DC 16 uh, will save from him. Okay. And he takes 41 points of damage. Oof. That is a handful. Uh, re- or, oh no, sorry. Definitely game. Eights, don't, <laughs> eights don't explode. I wish they did. He incredibly passes that, though. That's fine. I did 41 points of damage. <laughs> I I literally was just doing that to add my superior dice because they also get doubled because it's a critical hit. Okay. So, as he takes a few steps away, uh, there is a thunderous launch as you pull the trigger on your crossbow and the foot-long bolt spews out from the entry, leaving a trail of red light behind it as it plows forward and impacts heavily into his back. He lurches forward with the momentum of it as you see it push through the side of his cloak and impact so deep that it seems to no longer show any part of the bolt left on this side of his flesh. He reels back of it. <clears throat> Very well, then. And at this point, I would like if you would all roll initiative. We're going to somewhat abstract it, but it's still nice if you do. Oh, boy, 11. Average. 20. Out there, Conrad. For my extra attack, I was going to reload the thing. Or whatever. Eight. Oh, um, is there... Six. Was there time on the way to get uh, attuned to my uh, my stone bed sheet? Oh, yeah, sure. it's going to be a good night. That's two 20s in a row! 25. Okay, so one second here. Um, Better piece of paper. Okay. So let's see. So grow with a 25. Uh, 25 to 20? Yeah, 20. For Nick. 20 to 15? 15 to 10. 
15. No, 11. Okay. Um, 10 to 5. 8. I have a 6. And since I leveled up, I won't be able to roll zeros on initiative anymore. <laughs> that said, I would have used my extra tech to reload, probably. So, Okay. As the un- hitherto unknown name vampire lurches forward, and more of the automatons step forward, and one begins bearing down on a nearby vampire. Grove, what would you like to do? It's worth noting that if your total team intent is to get inside while this distraction is raging on, uh, you can... Uh, I am taking as the intent just attempting to do that. If you actually all want to specifically fight these individuals, you can. I want to um, kill the strong guy because I don't want him murdering automatons easily. Does that make sense? That's fair. Uh, however, you'll see soon that that won't be much of a factor. Um, yeah, if he's just walking in, I kind of want to go in after him. He's just going to be like, well, if that's your answer... Here. Here, let's uh, let, let's let's take him a step out so we can explain this. So I can explain this from out of mentality a bit more, so we can make it a bit more dynamic. So there's very definitively a fact he is going to return inside. Yeah, this is not his battle specifically, <laughs> despite being shot very hard. Um, so uh, if you, as a group, decide that you would like to go inside, we can make this instead a dynamic series of actions to maneuver through combat and potentially aid your robot friends. Rather than actually a full-on combat, I think I want to be in that place. Yeah, we've uh... well, okay. Where are the, the tombs and shit? They're just uh, in the there, cellar. There's or something? a door inside, somewhere below. Somewhere. You don't know exactly okay, where. So we need to go in there anyway. Yes, I don't mind taking a few pot shots of vampires. I'll take out my two small crossbows and just walk around. <laughs> are the are the front doors horse sized? <laughs> Can they uh, be yes, made actually horse sized? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go in the order of initiative either way though so as this sets up uh grove what would you like to do as uh, the bolt has left this slight red trail behind it and one of the vampires has just been punched hard enough to go up into the air by one of the automatons fucking sick he ultimately does want to go inside but he also since we didn't really get a good layout of the the location past this point he's gonna spin the, i guess the, the ultimate goal get inside this round is like rush out to the middle of everything and try and like get a good view of the courtyard and the surrounding area for like mental notes okay so you're trying to get a view while rushing inside yeah so essentially running to the, the this big bubble of automatons and getting a good look around sure okay um so like here's look good for you uh pump it up to this one but yes. Okay, I'm willing to give you that much. Uh, yeah, roll me a perception check. Uh, where's my sheet? 23. Okay, there's this sense that you already have encountered that upon stepping into here, though there was something brewing akin to a storm outside, that in here, behind the walls, there is this almost constant storm. Uh, much harder than inside, the rain falling about you and splattering into uh, stonework and some mud. But you manage to get a good view around. Um, you can see generally the same things that you have had sketched out before you. However, you do see some movement up on parapets and the like, that this is not an unobserved battle. Uh, if there is ever something about the outside that you need to know in future, just ask and I'll probably let you know. <laughs> Are there still robots? Did we run out of the robot? 
Um, okay. Nick. Uh, Nick is going to just charge forward into the thick of it and start killing some chud vampires. Cool. Uh, roll me just two attacks. See how it goes. Did you say chud? Yeah, you know. Okay. Cannibalistic. <laughs> Human, humanoid, humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this is powerful tech. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Because, uh, my, uh, dagger actually trails one behind my, uh, holy sword. So I just rolled one with each, if that matters. Sure. Um, okay. Um, you managed to successfully kill one on your way in. How do you do so? Um, right over here. So he'll, um, uh, like kind of just kind of sticks him in the side with, uh, with the weird dagger catcher thing he's got. Uh, and then just like cleave its head off with the, uh, holy sword. Sure. As you stab it in the side and it winces when approaching you, its eyes having been caught on the large hulking automatons moving towards it, you move the holy sword through the section where its neck would have been a moment ago. It doesn't exactly cut through it. It almost dissolves it. As you burn a line, it's not so much as fire, but above that point starts to disintegrate and flatten. And the head falls off, missing a large section of neck, and the ne- uh, what little remains of the body just falls over as you manage to shove it off your blade. Rahadin, gonna spoil that name, I suppose, because I think he did say it earlier at one point, looks back at, uh, at all of you for a moment, then turns back towards the doorway and hastens through. Oh, geez. Noped out of there. <laughs> he moves quickly with purpose, but at high speed. He's definitely not askeered. No, no one has ever been less askeered than he is. I assure you. Oh, you passed the check. <laughs> so he was, stri- strictly speaking, not askeered. He was not, like, forced <laughs> in terror. I'll give him that. Uh, Illyria. Yes. What would you like to do on this advance on there? Hmm. I'm going to walk up to about here. And I will go ahead and cast uh, Entangle. Okay. Um, and I'm going to do it. See, I've got 20 feet to deal with. Let's do some math. I'll aim it for here to try and snag all four of these vampires. Okay. And what is your DC? Uh, 16. Let's see. Fail, fail, fail. And where were you putting this? I'm putting it. Right behind this dude, right here. Okay. Fail and pass. <laughs> one pass. Okay. So one of them doesn't fall to the ground. <laughs> and it's still difficult terrain. My bones! My vampire bones! Vampires don't have skeletons, they'd be too strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's two types of undead right there, we can't yeah. handle that. Fucked up, you're crazy. Oh, actually though, I need to... Roll for the vampire skeleton? Oh, sorry, this one... No. This one no, is, I need to uh, roll for a couple of robots. <laughs> yeah. One of them opens their mouth up real wide and a skeleton jumps out. Does it affect all things or just friends? It does. Oh, that's a bummer. It does. Well, okay, real quick. One, two, three, Max, a 20-foot square. One, two, Is that a four-by-four four square? I think it's usually 20 feet on a no, side. It count, yeah, it counts. I don't yeah, believe that's how they do it. It's a four-by-four, four, then. No, that's not how they do it in here. Then, okay. 
than what the 20 I'm pretty foot sure. Let me check again then. I feel bad because I'm like, wait, geometry. Let me is check it, the ruling. This is a thing we haven't had to do much. <laughs> yeah, is it 20 feet diameter? I believe so, Norm, but I'm not sure. So let's double check. But Read yeah, most. Uh, entangle. It's not going to describe it there. It'll describe it under the spell AoE Cylinders and stuff, yeah. Oh, never mind. It works differently than some of the other ones. Yeah, that works fine. So it's so, a... let's... so you can fan it out in a particular direction. So you can only hit... Uh, let's see. There is a no capacity that you can hit more than three vampires, but that's fine. Okay, then. So is it a two-by-two two square, then? Or, I'm sorry, I feel bad. No, it's it's four four squares to a side. Okay. So then, math, gosh, it's great, not great. Two, three, four. You're only going to, the best you're going to get is yeah. these three. Three. You're not going to get any better than that. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Not without changing the, uh, the ratio. You're right. So then, there, that square is what it is. Ah, that works. Alrighty. So then, those three are, what's the word? Entangled. Restrained. Yeah, restrained. That's the word. Um, you reach out with one of your hands and channeling green light behind it, extend it outwards. And many of these thin, reedy plants, the dying and low grass that is kept in the courtyard, explodes outwards. The growth rapidly surrounds and entangles many of these vampires and holds them down into place, wrapping around their limbs. They react violently, as you might expect, but they cannot quite pull away from the force. Um, let's see. Back with the rest of you, uh, Yulia spends a moment pressing her hands to the next bolt you have loaded in from Held. And there's another pale glow of light that goes into it. She gives you a wry smile before charging outwards past a couple of the robots. Conrad. Yes. What do you do? Well, my first instinct is to charge ahead, but it sh I should probably stay somewhat near the rest of the group. Um, speed of a horse is 60? I, I don't think it's quite that high. War horse, war horse. It might be, but I don't 60 think feet. Oh, okay, well then you're correct. Then I suppose, um, so it's... Don't worry too much about the exact numbers, just kind of cool. vaguely describe it. I was going to run up to the vampire that just barely managed to get away from the um, from the difficult terrain on the southern side and try and take him down on my way to the door. Sure. Uh, make me an attack check. All right. Does the horse get an attack too? Sure, why not? Yeah. All right. Uh, horse gets uh, six plus something, but I got a natural 20. Okay, then. Uh, how do you split this skull? At this point, he's not really into making nonsense of it. He just um, flicks the shovel out into its blade, and as he comes by, just lops the head off the vampire. Okay, and just a clean flash of silver metal. And it doesn't even have a full chance to react or finish drawing its blade. Its head falls clean from its body a number of feet away as you continue going past. Faustus! Yeah, uh, I suppose Faustus is going to... Probably cast uh, Ring the Bell at uh, vampires as he goes by. Oh, Toll the Dead? Toll the Dead, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, what's the saving throw against that? That is a wisdom save against 16. That is a failure. Which one are you doing it at? Um, 
I don't know. I guess whichever one is the one that's farthest from the group. So Okay. So as you advance forward, you take the second bell you have, the one that was given to you by Victor, actually. Relatively mm-hmm. plain. More simple. Uh, how does it appear? Have you used this spell before? I thought I did. I don't know. It's been a while. Because this is the one that hurts more if they're already hurt, right? Yeah, mechanically, yeah. but like... No, no, I'm just should... trying to recall if he's used yeah, this. Yeah, I, I don't think he has. Is it? I, I don't know. What's the sensation well, like when you do it? Um, he didn't has... have it for the first few sessions because it wasn't a thing yet. But... Sure, sure, sure. I know, but I don't think he's used it since he I, had it. I think he's used it once. I think he's used chill touch mostly. Uh, usually. Generation. Yeah. Either way, how does how does it look? Uh, probably he just holds the bell out in his uh, left hand like a lantern and uh, sends a beam of uh, energy out of it as it rings. Okay. And as it rings, there is this sort of seizing convulsion that emerges in the vampire across the way. Uh, its body stiffens and it blinks its eyes rapidly in a very uncomfortable way. And it seems incredibly haggard. Not quite dead, but very nearly. And where are you moving up to? Give me a, just a vague area. Great. Grimhild. Okay, so you see these two dudes here? Those two? Can I line them up? <laughs> sure. We're in cinematic time. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So I'm move up and go and uh, try to shoot them. Make me just two attacks to indicate like if you successfully aim the second one to go through the first. Okay, I'm just going to roll it the once and then it'll be... That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, no. For real, though? Okay. Wow. I guess I had a good roll. <laughs> Once the bolt has a kick when you pull the trigger again, and though you were braced the last time, this one after moving, you're not quite ready for it again, and it rockets off at a wide angle, and you watch as it launches at high velocity and impacts over into one of the walls, setting a spray of gravel loose. I'm gonna take up my little crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> the kickback was too much this time. There is more motion. More bodies moving into the fray, more, a few more vampires, though their population not immense, still step forward from shadows or drop from higher up. But so too do the forces of your automatons move forward, plowing as an inexorable wave over this field of undead. They step with purpose and a lack of anything other than one intent. And many of the vampires start falling beneath their fists, especially with the wood still fresh. The forces continue moving forward, and there is considerably less in your way. Um, a few of the automatons um, seem to take this opening and as well move forward towards the entryway. If you would like to do anything else, you are free to have one more action. Otherwise, uh, everyone is free to just go inside at this point in time. The outside is already in a form of pitched battle, even if the automatons don't move at alarming speed they move with such unpreventable force that there is not much to be kept from keeping them down though some of them are being slowly peeled away i'm gonna take pot shots on my way in sure Just blah 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 etc sleep up up <laughs> maps etc with the weird bill cosby noises no that's they're not, not anymore sounds. that's scatman joe oh okay the, john I don't want to speak ill of the dead, so I called him Joe. What? <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, super right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. He's super dead. 
It was unfortunate. Nice. Yeah, like 19 <laughs> years ago. How super it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we place that there. And then, whoops, I need to put in some fog of war here. <laughs> Illyria will hold concentration until they're out of sight. Yeah, I'm just tromping in. Yeah, no worries. Um, let's see. Maybe okay. over that guy, I don't know. The heartbreak kid right there. <laughs> sure. Not Shawn Michaels. Okay, you move as a approximate unit, striking at some things on your way past. Um, and you manage to work your way up to the entrance. The door is already open for you. Um, this does not deter one of the two automatons that have pushed their way up to the front from reaching out with one of its large metal arms and shoving one of the doors off its hinges. They're feisty boys. I love your robot friends, Faustus. They're crumping. I mean, they are the angry spirits of the dead, so it kind of makes sense that they'd be grumpy. I'm kind of in my element here. (laughs) How nice to be on the side of the dead for a change. See, I've always been on the there. side of the dead. The argument is that you never there, were. There. <laughs> there. Great. This looks accurate. Have the thoughts of Paladin thinks in, in Estrada about the dead people. <laughs> well, I don't see you taking the initiative to uh, contort the spirits of the dead into <laughs> robot bodies. <laughs> you sure don't, bud. You know, you're right about that. See, the problem with that thinking is you didn't contort. You're using the wrong language. You merely gave them access to enacting their revenge. Yeah, true, which is itself kind of troublesome. You can hear the sounds of the metal against metal and other sounds behind you, mostly that of breaking bone and some grinding metal. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, As you step forward uh, into the entryway, and you can see the the outer doors of the castle lay open. Inside, um, just about 20 feet ahead, is a second set of doors. Uh, there's a few fluttering torches and iron sconces in here, but otherwise it's pretty sparse. There's a few essentially, uh, hanging, what would be the term for them? It's it's not banisters, that's a term for... Uh, tapestries? It's not tapestries, it's the ones that just aren't of anything, they're just, like, hanging, uh... Banner? There you go, banners, thank you. Wall scrolls. They're not wall yes, scrolls. Exactly. They're fucking Naruto wall scrolls. He's a huge Bleach fan, it turns out. <laughs> Rukia Senpai, save me. Rukia, my, Rukia, my guiding waifu. <laughs> One of the doors ahead has a slight opening uh, to it, having been pushed back closed behind it. Go, robot man. Open this for us, uh, too. I call out to these automatons and... Not too loudly so the vampire's here, but like, hey, any of you guys know where the crypts are? You hear back just this sound somewhere between a moan and a grinding of metal. Hey, don't go be getting TMJ. It's a new body. They continue stepping uh, stepping forward through the opening. It was, it was worth the shot. This is working better than I hoped. The same one Finally, that shoved, something does. The same one that shoved down the previous door winds back with a lurching fist and plows it overhead until it impacts into this door, and with a splintering sound, it comes cracking down. Uh, okay, I think... I mean, those are the main doors, so yeah, we're gonna follow, because we don't have much else to do, yeah? I could get triangles better on here. Whatever. You'll know that there's something vaguely over in that area, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> overhead, as you step in, um... You can see in the vaulted section of this entry foyer, there are four statues of dragons that glare down from the edge. 
their eyes flickering in the torchlight. Um, there is this great entry ahead of you, this large section with uh, four pillars um, holding up against this vaulted ceiling of the great dusty hall. There are a number of uh, grotesques squatting motionlessly on the rim of the domed ceiling. Cracked in some fading ceiling frescoes are covered by uh, some signs of aging that they seem to at least not have lost their color as of yet. There are uh, double doors of bronze standing close to the east. Um, and to the north, a uh, wide staircase that climbs into darkness. And to the south, is there is a lit hallway... Um, and another set of bronze doors, which you can hear the sound of, uh, melancholy music, the piping sounds of an organ. All right. Does anybody remember the item placement in the other temple we went to? <laughs> you had to lay things on these pillars. They hit the ceiling, I think. <laughs> Damn it, I should have made a screenshot. Um, so you said the, the, our informant guy said that the, um, organ was in the dining hall? Correct. Yes. Okay. Upstairs is not where we want to go because that's not where corpses are. I mean, for like shitty vampires are. are no, no. no. Though that, that being said, we mustn't single-mindedly pursue the crypts. I would not like to leave the any vampires in the dining hall behind us, free to free to ambush or pincer us at their pleasure. So I think we should clear out whatever's in there. He points towards the music. In in my in my um. In in my experience as a paladin or inquisitor, am I at all familiar in where at where crypts are usually kept in a manor? If they keep it in the manor, uh, I mean, there's not really any particular knowledge you'd have other than down, because you'd need sure. generally they're kept within the earth. Now, this is a very large estate on a mountain face, so who's to say how deep they go? Right. Um, well, we can always take on the dining hall. They said there was a wine cellar; it might connect. As distasteful as that sounds. If Maurer is in the dining hall expecting us, what is the uh, what is our course of action? Well, we murder him or die trying. We take advantage of the fact that he'll probably just watch smugly. Yeah, I mean, at that point, the jig is up. So I kind of want whatever it is that's going to... Yeah, whatever. And honestly, I'm not sure he'll be in there. After all, Maurer lurks in the one place to which he must return, a place of death. Yulia kind of leans into Grimman. Well, why does Mora do that? He's a weird vampire? I don't know. No, I get that, but why are we assuming he's going to do that? Oh, we have a prophecy. So that's part of your prophecy? Let me look at the prophecy again. <laughs> you wrote it down. Does someone have the prophecy? I was reading from the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think every time he reads from the prophecy, he pulls out that big oversized scroll and just reads it in like his church pastor voice <laughs> instead of his youth minister voice that he did when we all <laughs> teamed up. Ruprecht has, has already squeezed his way inside. Yeah. Let's just go to the dining hall. We can work it out from there. Good. Great. Me? <laughs> all right hooves up <laughs> <laughs> okay on command ruprecht rears back and plants firmly both of his front hooves into the doorway and with less force than the automatons who have, are still wandering around he impacts into the metal uh and there's no splintering this time however there is a resounding <clears throat> as they shove forward and uh he knocks 
Open up the door. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Holy sweet dining hall. Damn, that is a lot of pipes on that organ. <laughs> Boy, that, that's a tryptophobia amount of pipes on that organ. <laughs> As you kick your entry in, you can see inside... Uh, well. As to get here, you first had to travel through this hall with the torchlight fluttering across the walls of it, still vaulted at the ceiling. To the east, there is an arch stairway that seems to stretch up uh, quite a number of feet, um, going up and down, as far as you can tell. Uh, next to the hallway, there is a suit of armor, oiled and glistening, standing at attention in a shallow alcove. And then to uh, to the west, the doors were barely opened where the music emerged through them with uh, bright light spilling from inside and the swells of organ music. And as you kick your way in, you can see inside there are three enormous crystal chandeliers that are brilliantly illuminating this honestly magnificent chamber. Pillars of stone stand against the dull white marble walls supporting the ceiling. And in the center of the room, there's a long, heavy table covered with a fine red satin cloth. Tables laden with a number of lovely foods, finer than anything you've had from the look and smell of it in your time here. Um, roasted meat, savory sauce, fruits, vegetables, everything you could imagine. Crystal goblets set out in each one with wine. And at the far west wall, between floor-to-ceiling mirrors, stands a massive organ, with its pipes blaring out this thunderous melody it speaks this tone of melancholy. And seated at the organ, facing away from you, is a single caped figure, hitting the keys in this very practiced rapture. Wearing half of a mask. <laughs> he stops as you kick the doorway in with a rum, and a deep silence falls over the dining hall. And he turns to you, this beautiful visage of Streffen Moore once again. God damn it. Well, you have taken a... Hashtag oops. <laughs> you've taken a interesting approach to my invitation, I will admit. However, I don't unwelcome it. Please, if you would like before anything else, enjoy a final meal. Definitely tempted to throw a fireball in there. <laughs> I take out the big crossbow. <laughs> There's a great deal of us. Shall I go down and fetch more wine? There's enough here for all of you. Please partake of it, and I'll see you soon enough. As he says that, you can see as the bottom of him kind of flickers. There's this pale blue that wisps across his body, for it kind of separates in place and vanishes out of sight. 